It's that time of the week again. You are about to participate in a great adventure. It's that time when the latest episode of Digital Kill the Radio Star drops. Drop? What the hell do you think you're doing? It's time to waste another hour or so with David and Chris. Oh my God! As they spout out more of their worthless music knowledge. I wouldn't do that if I were you. It's time to hear them discuss the music of their youth. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. As well as the music of today. Excuse me while I whip this out. So kick back, relax, and have some fun with David and Chris. Who are those guys? Digital Kill the Radio Star starts Come on, quit stalling! Hey everybody, David here. I just want to take a second before I introduce our next interview and thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I want to ask you to please follow us on Twitter at Digital Killed. Like our page on Facebook, and you can like our Instagram page at Digital Kill the Radio Star Podcast, and you can subscribe via Apple iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Earpeeler. Our interview this week is with John and Patrick of the band Tor Tor. We recorded this at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 2 uh, a little over a week ago. Tor Tor is putting out their first uh, new album of material in a long time on Frontiers Records. I believe they said in the interview, probably in January. They played the pre-party at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo too, and uh, they were just great. The crowd was singing along to every song, and uh, we're really looking forward to the new material. And they debuted, I think it was a debut, two songs that are going to be on the album, and they both went over really well with uh, the crowd. Tor Tor, one of those bands that uh, really gets unfairly characterized as something that they're not, uh, just a great straight-up rock band with a, a blues influence, as you can imagine, uh, since um, they're from Memphis, but uh, just a really great band, and we're looking forward to the new music, and you can uh, expect that album out, I think, in January. And as you'll hear in the interview, I think uh, they're going to sit down with us at some point, hopefully uh, when the album comes out, the full band, and we can do a deep dive. So uh, once again, this is John and Patrick from Tora Tora. Hope you enjoyed. I'll tell you, like I did on the last interview from the uh, Expo, is very noisy uh, in the expo hall, so uh, the sound isn't the best as it, that it can be. But nonetheless, it's a uh, it's a good interview, and so uh, be on the lookout for the new Tour Tour album. Follow them on all their social media. They're very active, very nice people, and uh, just a real pleasure to uh, interview. So here we go, Tour Tour. Hey, this is David and Chris, and we're back at the uh, Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 2. We're here with our fellows Patrick Francis and John from Tour Tour. How's, how's it going, guys? Man, it's going great. How are you guys doing today? All right, good. So, um, Chris is from Memphis, still lives there. I grew up in the Mississippi Delta. Awesome. Uh, 
about, about the same time you guys were blowing up. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, you know, we always looked at you guys as like our guys because, uh, you know, the people out in L.A., they had all those bands. You know, New Jersey, New York, it's Skid Row, Bon Jovi, White Line, and then here it is, Memphis. You had the three-headed monster, y'all, Every Mother's Nightmare, and Roxy Blue. But y'all were, y'all were just so good. And which, first of all, it's all going to say, I've always been proud of y'all. Making it, like I said, y'all were, were our guys. So, first thing we like to ask everybody when they come on the podcast, what's your earliest memory of music and who was your first favorite band? Um, well, my folks, when I was little, I listened to my dad's music records, of course, you know, Elvis and all that kind of stuff. But when my parents finally let me start buying rock records. I was probably seven or eight years old and uh, Kiss Alive and Aerosmith Toys and Attic were the first two albums that I got. So all 70s, every good 70s album that came out I think I had. And uh, that was a real big influence on all of us. Kiss uh, definitely was, I was probably nine or ten when my parents bought me two rock, uh, rock and roll over. So whenever we have people on here, if we wanted to hedge our bets, we would just say everybody's going to say Kiss first. Probably so. About 80% of the time. It was short-lived for me, but then I got into other 70s stuff like he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, when you're seven or eight years old, I mean, Kiss ruled the world, you know? Yeah. In the mid-70s, so. Well, so now, you know, after a, a long, great hiatus, I mean, you guys have played some shows, but we've got a, we've got a new record coming, right? That's right. So when, is, when are we expecting this album? Um, we're expecting, uh, expecting a January release, and uh, right before the Monsters Rock cruise, which will be fantastic. That's very good timing. And uh, the show last night was uh, real good for us because we've been writing and recording for the past four or five months. And we got to blow off some steam last night, and we had a real good time. So y'all recorded at Sam Phillips, right? Yes. There in Memphis. Yes. How was that? Fantastic. Uh, great room, a lot of history, good vibe. Uh, we got a lot done in a very short amount of time. And uh, we're all real pleased with uh, the material and how it sounds. Just the direction is Who produced it? Uh, Jeff Powell, who was on... Uh, Afghan Wigs, yeah, one of my favorite uh, bands. He was, uh, he was a fresh new engineer when, Wild, when we did Wild America, and he worked on it with us. That was one of his first big projects. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan just because he, I mean, he did one of my favorite albums of all, but probably my favorite album, Afghan Wigs Gentleman. Yeah. He did that album, so I, he can do no wrong in my book just because of that. So the album's cut then, it's done, it's finished. Yeah. Well, we're done with just about all the tracks. We have a little bit of stuff left, like backing vocals and any kind of B3 or anything we want to put on there like that, but you know, the meat of it's done. We got to mix it. We've been working on the weekends, you know, for the past four or five weeks. How would we describe the sound on this? Because I know your first, there was a big, you know, I guess we can use the word evolved from yeah. the first to the second record, oh, big time. Yeah. So where where do we go on this one? What's I don't the sound? know. I think this one is a mixture of both of them. Uh, some of the songs sound like we wrote them at the warehouse, you yeah. know. Uh, and we, we try real hard not to make each song sound different from the last one you heard. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. There's some heavy stuff, there's some southern sounding stuff, and there's some straight ahead 70s rock sounding stuff, and some 80s 
So it's just a little bit of everything on this one. Let's, um, let's go back to the Wild America album because uh, I've talked about it numerous times on this podcast. It's one of my favorite albums of all time by anybody. And I, I, I feel like it's so frustrating because the timing on that album was bad. You know, but, and, and it's hard to get. Like I've got, you know, the CD copy, and I, I'm not getting, you're losing it. You can't get it. It's not available on anything. When you guys were re- recording that album, did y'all walk out of the studio and realize we just laid down something very special? Thank you. Yeah, Wild America was a really good album for us. Uh, it was. Uh, we had grown a lot as, as musicians and songwriters. Like the first album, we were, you know, teenagers. Right. Yeah, writing that. So. We spent a lot more time doing Wild America too. It was a little, a little more slick, uh, a little cleaner. Uh, but yeah, we we did think it was a really good record. And I think one of the unfair things about you guys is y'all get labeled in that, that 80s glam hair, whatever you want to call it, and you really weren't that. Right. And, right. and that that album proves it. And I I just wonder if, if y'all could have somehow weathered the storm with that one because you kind of almost had a, at the time it was like a black prose approach. Yeah. You know, you, you had that southern influence, you right. had the blues, and I mean, lay your money down, nowhere to go but down, faith healer. Yeah. That's and, just and, the blues influence from us growing up in the south. You know, right. can't really get away from that. We are all influenced by right. it, so. And it, and it really showed up on Revolution Day. Plus having Anthony yeah. as a singer, you know. It's there anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah so just, uh, no matter what you know. we're playing, it's going to it's gonna have that sound to it. Right, yeah. right. So uh, with the new album, I'm, ass- I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more touring. Well, we're going to go out and play some. I don't know how expensive it'll be. Uh, we're just kind of playing it by ear right now. Okay, what was it you asked about touring? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it's loud in here. So yeah, I mean, you're going to be playing in Memphis. I know in what December? You yeah. Got that show. Uh, yeah, so, December yeah. 29th at Minglewood. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, looking forward to that. I mean, I'm just really looking forward to hearing the album. Man. I mean, it's it's good to have you guys recording new music, and it seems like I guess the timing is right for everybody because it seems like people are you know, you're recording, Roxy's recording, and um, yeah, I, mean, I love what Frontiers is doing. You know, I really do because they're not just it's not just cheap. Like this stuff that was done in the 90s, you know, they were just putting out all these cheaply produced albums, terrible artwork. Right. I mean, they're actually putting money into it. At least it looks that way. Yeah, no, they're a legit label and they're doing really good work and uh, giving a lot of fans like us another chance. Good resurgence, man. I mean, yeah. you think about like what they did with LA Guns, you know, that was a killer, killer record. And I mean, I hadn't really even, no offense, I hadn't really thought about them much lately. And I love that record. And so it seems like they're, like I said, they're really doing a good thing with that. So. And your health's good now? My health is good now. I've uh, been clean for actually two years ago with my benefit at Minglewood in Memphis. I got the DVD. It was August 21st, so yeah, I'm feeling good. Did that give you kind of a new lease on how you look at things? And Yeah, it really did. I think it kind of opened all our eyes up a little bit. We kind of kicked into high gear once I realized I was going to get better. And we don't, and y'all, y'all, are, y'all are very fortunate. Everybody's still around. You, it seems like you all still enjoy being around each other. We do. We do. And, uh, we haven't killed each other yet. So right. We've all been made it. We've all been in other bands and played with other people. But right. There's, there's nothing like when the four of us get together. It's just the chemistry. I don't care who you bring in, how good they are, or whatever. The 
chemistry with us is just all right, what we're all about. I've heard a rumor that originally you guys were going to call yourself Free Beer. Is that correct? Well, yeah. We That's good people to show up when they don't know who you are. <laughs> Tonight, Free Beer. On the marquee. Beer, so, I, you know, yeah, because get people in the door. That sounds, beer, that'd be yeah. good. That's a good advertising boy. But so, would, I mean, is it safe to say then that the, the health scare did that? You said that kind of kicked things in gear. Was was there talks of doing an album before that? Do you yeah, think that kind we, of pushed it? Yeah, we were already we had already been playing together uh, for several years. You know, yeah, I've seen several happened. of your Minglewood shows over yeah. the years. And uh, we had talked about doing some writing, and Jeff Powell actually got a hold of us and asked us if we wanted to do single, you know, because he's got that lathe down there in the sun, and he can go straight from the, the console to the lathe and press vinyl right there on the spot. So, and it all, and Frontiers, you know, just contacted us out of nowhere. It just, the timing is everything. It just, this has just been laid out perfectly, so we're taking full advantage of it. So, is this your second Monsters of Rock cruise? How was that experience the first time? That was that was one of the most fun times I've ever had in my life. Really? I mean, Absolutely. I, I knew it was going to be fun, but I had no idea we were going to have that much fun. It was great. All right, so the last time you guys had an album come out, the world was a lot different. Media and everything was a lot different. Y'all are very active on social media. Um, very active. How... Like in the past, there wouldn't be something like this. You can reach hundreds of thousands of people today. Right. Whereas in the past, you couldn't do that. Is it, is it kind of new and refreshing? Because you can, you're just hanging out, you know, and, and chit chatting. You're not having to make these conference calls and, and stuff like that. Right. You know, um, sometimes I think, yeah, it would have been really nice to have the internet and stuff back in the day. Uh, you could have done could have done a lot more things, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad we experienced the old school way. Right. So we're kind of getting to do both. Right. But we hired somebody to do our social media because we're not, yeah, we none of know. us are intelligent well, enough. Whoever's to, doing is doing a good job yeah. because I, uh, I'll, I'll tag you guys every now and then within 30 seconds there's a response and uh, that's, how, that's how the world works, you know. Right. Well, to do it right, you need to have somebody that knows what they're doing, so okay. we hired somebody very well. Well, um, we like to do uh, kind of sometimes people a uh, rapid fire, five questions. Uh, you guys ready? Okay. Just kind of the first thing that comes to your mind. If you could be in any other band other than Tora Tora, who would it be? I'll say Tesla. Did I take yours? Yeah. <laughs> Is that really? That's, you know, it, it's funny you say that because really, I, as we were, Troy was sitting beside us here yeah. just a minute ago, and when we were talking about Wild America, I thought, you know, if there, if there was a comparison of that, where, it, where David was saying, you know, they weren't white. The hair metal sound. Exactly. If right. there was a comparison, that would be it. So it's yeah. funny that y'all named. Well, we're very similar in appearance and in our style of yeah. music and our singer. I mean, yes. We could cover each other's music and it would sound like a band. That's, that's, yeah. that's funny. Uh, favorite album? Uh, non Tortora album. Uh, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Man. Gonna you talk to Iron Maiden after this? Yeah. <laughs> Pat Travers, go for what you know. Okay. Yeah. Tommy Alders. All right, what's the strangest thing that's ever happened while you were on stage? <laughs> T-Rod dancing around in towels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you 
know on the last uh, the last show of the tour, you know, the bands always right. mess with each other. And, uh, yeah, we had some pretty good ones. Uh, T-Rod was definitely a good oh, one. <laughs> okay, last one I got. Can you think of a song you wish that you had that you had written? I know there's probably a lot, but one that is there anything that comes to mind in particular. Well, for uh, I don't know for BMI purposes, either Freebird or Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> no kidding. But, uh, but happy but birthday. Far, that's like the one that the person's made the most money off of. Yeah, exactly. That's. <laughs> but as far as personal, I don't know. Uh, I've never even thought about that. Uh, got any Maiden song? I mean, all right. Last last question. <laughs> I do have one more after okay. that, though. I thought of something. The favorite tour that you guys have done. I know y'all be probably the cult for me. Yeah, when we were out with the cult. How many shows did y'all do with you? Mm. That's too long ago. I don't know. I mean, was it? I mean, was Six it like weeks or so? Okay, yeah. Thirty or forty yeah. shows. Something yeah. Like that. Billy Duffy, man, I, we, we talked about him here. He's the coolest looking guy on stage. Yeah, yeah. Still is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we watched him side stage every night. They were so good. Right. And Ian's just a powerhouse. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask you, since you're not talking so much about me, I love me too. Me too. Love me. Me too. Favorite me now. My favorite me yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Of the you beast. have one. Yeah, yeah you did absolutely. say. Absolutely. Either I, that or killers. Yeah. See. I, I, sometimes I can't even answer this question. I'm not sure. But I wore a three-piece of mind cassettes out. I wore it out. See, I, I lean, I almost lean peace of mind yeah. as far as if I'm going Dickinson. And then... The Ember of the Beast is just... I'm a Clive Burr guy, so... Okay. Yeah, so see, I, I just, he left after Number of the Beast. And everybody goes killers, and I get it, but I wonder would the self-title, if the production was better, because the songs are so good on that one. No. I don't know. I like the raw sound. The kind of almost, I hate to say it, but a punk sound. I know they don't like to be compared yeah, well, to yeah, I love punk sound. Yeah. I love Paul Diano. Yeah. I mean, I, I know he's, he doesn't have the bite, but I, I love those first two I don't care. I still love the punk what they did. I love them. I mean, I probably, if I'm going to listen to a Maiden record, I probably find myself listening to those first two. Yeah. But the thing I do like about them, and we'll, we'll wrap up on the Maiden, but I still think they make great music. Like, the uh, Final Frontier, yeah. I thought was the best album they've it done since good, Seventh Son. I really thought album. it was. Yeah, we, we caught that show up here. Me and my son came up here. Yeah, I saw them on, I guess it was, you know, whenever they release an album, it's like they play half the set from an album, yeah. and then they'll do a second leg, and it's the greatest hit. Yeah. I saw the second leg of that one in Atlanta. And so, uh, Alice Cooper open, uh, so badass. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We've been wanting to talk to you guys for a while, and maybe when the album comes out, we'll be in Memphis and we can sit down and do a, a deeper dive on things. Because sure. we we've got pages of questions we'd like to ask y'all uh, anytime you guys want. All right, so yeah, tour, tour, new album coming out in January on Frontiers Records. Uh, I believe the Twitter and Instagram is Tour Tour Band. Those guys are very active on there, and uh, we have a uh, tour tour music is on the website. Tour tour music is it's new. We just put it up. Is the website? A and did it, is there any chance people will be able to get Wild America again? Um, actually, yeah. We have been working on Wild America. It's going to be on Spotify in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that, it was that, that made my day. We heard it was just an oversight. There's so many albums and tracks that they're putting on Spotify. That, that just don't have all of them. 
Right. Yeah, so if, if, you're, if you've never listened to Tor Tor, I urge you to go get Wild America first. It's a great album, and it's kind of a perfect bridge between Surprise Attack and Revolution Day. You see the evolution of the band. Like I said, it's one of my Desert Island discs. If anybody ever asked me that, it's always in my top ten. Uh, it came out uh, at the time when I was in high school, and uh, I had that and Roxy Blue Wolf song wore them out. I think it's like my third copy of Wild America I've got. So uh, I converted it to my iTunes, so I don't have to worry about messing the disc up. Sure. Now that's on Spotify. And like we tell everybody on our show, go buy music. Uh, we, you know, it's good to see these guys back on the road, and you need to be rewarded for your effort and your art. We really appreciate it. Keep rock alive. Support these guys. New album, January. All right. Like yeah, I said, hopefully we'll much. have them back on when the album comes out in January. Take care.